The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani, and you are listening to The Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very much for, uh, for tuning in. We have a uh, memorable day, uh, like we usually do, filled with uh, one indication after another that our country is in a very critical uh, uh, situation, and it gets worse and worse and worse. So let's, um, let's start with uh, the most uh, recent development that documents, classified documents, that were uh, in the hands of uh, then-Vice President Biden significantly more than his lying administration originally revealed, were taken out of the White House in civilian vehicles and transferred from one location to another, never secure. This is testimony from one of his aides, by the way, named Kathy Chung. This is not Republican speculation. She's Biden's former assistant when he was vice president, who was hired on Hunter Biden's recommendation. (laughs) I will say nothing about that. You just figure it out, okay? Well, she says that boxes of classified documents were driven around in personal vehicles as they were being taken out of the White House to various locations in Washington, D.C. Now, catch this one and tell me if this is a coincidence, including Chinatown. Maybe, what are they, were stopping off for a Chinese meal, one from column A and one from column B? There are not that many Chinese restaurants in, in Washington's Chinatown. I've been there. It was one of my favorite places when I was representing uh, the president in the impeachment hearing. Where I would go with Jay Sekulow and our, and our team. Um, I'm just wondering why you would take classified documents to Chinatown, and then, coincidentally, you're getting millions from Red China. Oh, your crime family is. Your son, your brother. Uh, your daughter-in-law, and your son uh, has texted that you were getting 50% of all that. But nobody knows that because they still cover that up. I do because I have your hard drive, and I put it out. You Just go to my, go to RudyGiulianiCS.com. You can find the document. I'm not making it up. They're hiding it. 50% for 30 years to the crooked senator and vice president, now our crooked president. Joe Biden. That's from his son, Hunter, in a text to his daughter. 50% for 30 years to Joe Biden. So um, all of a sudden, classified documents end up in Chinatown while uh, the Red Chinese are funneling at least $31 million into the Biden crime family, the top boss of it being Joe, who got 50% of it. Uh, now, also, originally, when the Biden administration lied about this, they said it was in a locked closet at the Penn-Biden Center, which, by the way, biggest contributor to that is Red China. Yeah, biggest contributor to the place where the classified documents were, numerous, many classified documents, not the little group that the president lied about. They were in <laughs> 
they were in a, a totally uh, sham uh, organization put up for Biden's benefit with Penn uh, going along with it. I mean, what's new? An American uh, Ivy League university selling out to China? That's new? That's been going on for 30 years. We've got people prosecuted and convicted for that. Yeah, they'll take money anywhere they can get it. That Ivy League thing is just Ivy League thing. They're a bunch of prostitutes. <laughs> they don't educate people anymore. We'll, we'll point that out a little later in the show because Professor Giuliani is going to grade the Bragg. I think he went to an Ivy League school. Not that you would know it. He's so damn stupid. Man, does he say dumb things. And he's a completely incompetent lawyer. And he should be just marred. They should be going after him, not me. I never, I never would have uh, filed an indictment like that. It's not an indictment. It's not an indictment under New York law. So, uh, Chung also testified, now a little, a little unrelated, but not, now you'll see how it's related, that uh, she was told in May of 2022 to retrieve the boxes, not November of 2022. Now, this is brought out by the brilliant um, uh, Miranda Devine in her column today. She, she, she'd have been a hell of a detective, by the way. Wish I could have worked with her when I was U.S. attorney. That is before Biden condemned Trump for having classified documents. It's before he authorized the Mar-a-Lago raid. You say, well, he says he didn't authorize it. You believe that? If you do, I really could sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. I could. You're really stupid enough that I could sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. But in any event, whether he authorized it or not, he, he, he knew from May of 2022 that he had a serious problem with classified documents taken out of the White House, driven around in personal cars, taken to Chinatown. And how about this? We've seen a picture of it laid out in his garage which at least a hundred times a Chinese spy passed. Who was the Chinese spy? His son, Hunter, who also has a text saying he was really excited about being a business partner of the spy chief of China. Now, we talk about the documents at Mar-a-Lago. A lot fewer. Never left Mar-a-Lago. No Chinese spy got a chance to look at him. <laughs> he never took him to Chinatown. They never left what is a very secure location, Mar-a-Lago, and they were all intact. And he had a reason to have them. He was going over personal documents under the Presidential Record Act, which has no criminal penalty. They're trying to, they're trying to do what Bragg did with that, you know, kind of trying to, trying to make it a crime. Let's see if we can make it a crime, especially for Trump. Uh, far different than what Biden did in which no question on national security was imperiled. Uh, just by the mere fact he's getting all that money from Red China on national security is imperiled. Now, here's a really good question. Since Biden knew from May of 2022, or whoever thinks for Biden knew it, because we're not sure he thinks, could the Mar-a-Lago raid, which happened in September, have been staged in order to get the heat off him? That's Miranda's uh, uh, question. I think I know the answer to the question. Uh, I do, as a former prosecutor, I don't often uh, just end with a contradiction not resolved. 
and a uh, and a suspicion not resolved. It's a little strange that all of a sudden, while they're going through like a debate over what documents are his and what documents belong to the National Archives, which goes on with every president, that they raid Mar-a-Lago. When it just so happens that the current president sitting in the White House has many more serious problems with classified documents that he knows are eventually going to come out. Great opportunity to do what he did today. Blame Afghanistan on Trump. Now, wait a second. What was wrong with Afghanistan was not that he withdrew. That, that you can, you, I mean, there's pro- probably, there was a very healthy debate in America about whether we should have stayed or withdrawn. Very healthy debate. The, the withdrawal is not the problem. The way he did it is totally the problem. The way he did it. Trump had nothing to do with the way he did it. So let's, 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 let's review the decision for a second. Uh, Biden decides to take out the troops before the civilians. Trump didn't decide that. No sane person would decide that. You have to be an idiot to do that. You have to want to see the civilians killed. By the way, let's add to it that it's a country dominated by four major terrorist groups. So you're taking the troops out. You're leaving behind the civilians, and the civilians are the people that oppose the terrorist groups, and now they have a free shot at them. Nobody in the White House is smart enough to raise that with Biden before he did it. The moron, the, the homicidal moron, that got people killed. Well, how about this? He withdrew from Bagram Air Base. We'll get to that in a minute. But he left behind dollars lethal arms in a country where you have to know those are going to be taken by the four major terrorist groups it's like donating it to them like uh, obama donated to Iranian terrorists and he sent them over millions of dollars in cash which should have resulted in him being indicted for something oh well you can't even say that how could you say that about the prince the prince who was educated by a communist called Saul Alinsky. The prince. Maybe it all started with the prince. Maybe that's the guy making the decisions today. It sure as hell isn't a Mr. Sanaya. My father, I gave him a medal in the White House. My uncle, Joe, he was dead for seven years. I want ice cream. Give me some ice cream. When people are dying, he's talking about ice cream. Come on, the guy's gone. He is mentally gone. So I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was uh, uh, staged. That would. That wouldn't be the worst thing they did. They did far worse than that. Trying to frame Trump for, for Russian collusion. That was all paid for by Hillary. They knew about it. All part of it. Whole group of them were part of trying to frame him for something that didn't happen. I don't. People usually go to jail for that. Not if you're a Democrat. No, 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 no. Only Republicans go to jail for not committing crimes. Uh, Republicans are supposed to go to jail and not even be told what the crime is. That's the new one now. Now they want us to go to jail and they won't tell us what the crime is. They can't even make one up. And I'll tell you what's happening. You know that expression, what goes around, comes around, and the danger I've been warning people about, really for five or six years, that, This is, uh, uh, don't feel you're immune from this. 
power changes in this country. I, I, I do not advocate that Republicans get even. Sorry. Uh, justice, yes. Uh, Biden, Biden can't get away with this. Can't get away with selling out the United States. But we can't do what they do. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. And we've got some shocking other developments. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you. And uh, there, there probably is one overriding, a very important point that has to be made. And I'm really incensed about this. I do not understand how Trump's lawyers uh, had him plead to this indictment having gone to law school and having tried a lot of criminal cases and probably a lot more experienced than they are. I know uh, uh, one of them, one of them, you know, uh, says he's very experienced and whatever, whatever. But how do you have your guy plead to an indictment that doesn't charge a crime? That doesn't give him notice of what the crime is? Isn't that indictment, uh, guys, null and void? Uh, don't you stand up? I mean, what, what are you, like just an adjunct of Bragg's office? Don't you stand up and say, this indictment is null and void, Your Honor? It doesn't charge a crime because it says the word crime and it doesn't tell us what the crime is? So when my client, how does my client plead to not guilty to every crime in the New York Penal Code? Which is what the indictment charges. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we, we got a person's liberty at stake. We don't fool around. And I'll call it as it is. It was just as incompetent to not, to plead to that as it was for Bragg to do it. Bragg's indictment indicates he shouldn't be a lawyer. You do not indict a people and just say crime. Now, Bragg says New York law allows it. I have in front of me uh, New York Criminal Code 200.50. It gives you all the specifications for an indictment. And an indictment has to put you on notice as to the crime you are charged with. It must have a designated offense, that's Section 4, and it must assert every fact supporting every element of the offense charged with sufficient precision, I'm reading from it, to clearly apprise the defendant of the conduct, which is the subject of the, of the, of the accusation. And here's what it says. It says he committed... Uh, Entering false records with the intent to cover up another crime. Crime. It doesn't uh, tell you with sufficient precision to clearly apprise the defendant of what the crime is. It's a completely ridiculous non-event, the indictment. It would be under the law null and void. It should be dismissed. It should have been dismissed by the judge, sua sponte. Sua sponte means on the judge's own motion because it's illegal the indictment one of those people representing him should have gotten up and said your honor my client cannot plead to this indictment the judge would say what and you would say because uh, could the district attorney tell me the crime that he's referring to because there are about a thousand in the penal code and we gotta we, uh, I, I can't plead guilty or not guilty without knowing the crime with which he is charged then Bragg would have had to have told us the provision of the penal code that allows that. Uh, maybe there is one. I'm not God. I don't, maybe I, I tried to look at, for one. I haven't found one. 
My answer to that would be, well, that's good because it violates the Constitution of the United States. Under the 5th and 14th Amendment, a defendant is entitled as a right, as a constitutional right to be apprised of what he is charged with. This does not tell him what he's charged with. This, in other words, Your Honor, this indictment is not only illegal under New York law, because I don't think Bragg would have come up with a provision in New York law that allows you to do that. And if he did, it would just be unconstitutional. So how come I'm making these arguments on radio and, uh, and uh, the people sitting next to him in court uh, taking pictures didn't get up off there, you know what, and make that argument? I was trained by a judge who did not tolerate lawyers making mistakes. Sorry. And then when you did, he would tell you, get your money back from your law school. When people's lives are at stake, you don't have room to make mistakes. When you're prosecuting dangerous criminals, like I used to, not make-believe crimes like Bragg does, you can't make mistakes. Uh, Bragg just didn't make a mistake. He, uh, he reversed about 800 years of Anglo-American history. The right to be charged with a crime and to know what it is goes back to the Magna Carta. It is a fundamental part of American constitutional law. It is an inherent part of due process, which uh, in the Fifth Amendment uh, applies to federal prosecutions and through the Fourteenth Amendment to every single state. Uh, maybe Trump's lawyer should wake up. We'll be back after the break. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Rudy Giuliani, back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. I do want to call to your attention an, out, an, an outrage uh, that shouldn't be overlooked in all of the horrible things Bragg. What he's done to our city, a much more dangerous city, and the people that have died as a result of his incompetence. Uh, but this indictment is a real indication. He's just not a lawyer. He's something else. Uh, there's a judge in the Bronx that uh, this is not a, 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 the fault of um, either the bail law or of the Bronx DA's office. This is the fault of a judge who should be taken off the bench because she's dangerous to the public. Her name is Naita Samaj. And uh, she had a case, uh, I think it was yesterday, and the case involved a man named Therese, Therese Mintner, and he was indicted for negligent homicide and manslaughter. Uh, he choked his teen to death on January 23rd. He also was, uh, when he did it, he was just uh, recently released uh, from prison where he was on parole for, on a three-year sentence for assault. Uh, so this is a real, you know, a real loser, right? And he kills his stepson. The district attorney's office did the right thing. They asked that he be held uh, as a danger to the public because the guy who kills his stepson and is just out on parole for a few days might very well kill somebody else. That's what happens. The judge, uh, who I don't know what the hell she is, Naita Samaj, in terms of her ideology or 
education or background, released him out to the street uh, so that uh, if he wants to, he can kill a few more people before we get him again. What kind of a judge does that? Well, how about it's not the first time she's done it? Last year, in May, she released a 16-year-old rapper named Karen Williams, known as C. Blue, who shot and wounded a New York City police officer. He was on probation uh, for a gun uh, uh, case. And to go to jail for a gun case, to prison, that must be pretty darn serious. I imagine both of them, I shouldn't say that, but the odds are they had a record, right? They both were on parole when they committed uh, the act of murder and shooting a cop. This judge let the person uh, at the cop and shot the cop uh, free immediately. Because she said the cop had no reason to search the teen in the first place, which made it legitimate for the guy to shoot the cop. So the cop uh, does, she, she regards it as an unwarranted search, and that gives the, as far as I can tell, an unwarranted search is not a defense to shooting and attempting to kill somebody. Uh, but they make it up the way Bragg made up this indictment for a non-crime. And you tell me how you plead to an indictment that doesn't tell you the crime you commit. And you tell me what kind of country allows an indictment like that. Well, generally, that would have been like communist China, Nazi Germany, red China. Those are the countries where you are, are charged with a crime and you've got to guess what it is. And you've got a prosecutor who tells you that's okay under state law. And nobody asks them, well, tell us the law. How about you cite it? Like I, I cited New York Criminal Procedure, Section 200.50. That's what a lawyer does. You look at these things before you go to court with your client. And when the indictment is insufficient, you get up and you object for your client. I don't know. I don't know. Man, oh, man. I do not know what's happened to the legal profession. I really don't. Uh, there are so many things wrong with this indictment. They missed the basic one. It's not an indictment. It's also outrageous that uh, uh, the Post is doing an article about Me Melania Trump. I mean, come on. Come on, have a little decency. Huh? She lives in an ivory tower. Have a little decency? Wow. Well, you want, you, you, you want, you want an example of how uh, we've turned the corner with Bragg's indictment for a non-specified crime? Uh, turn the corner to becoming like a fascist state? How about uh, the censorship that is just taken for granted nowadays? If we could play cut 22 of Rachel Maddow, who obviously is part of the state censorship uh, bureau. Just as a moment of business, Rachel, Ren, and I'll come to you in just one second. I need to tell uh, you that Maddow. right now, uh, the former president himself is making remarks tonight um, from his home in Florida. As far as we can tell, and what we were prepared for here is that this is basically a campaign speech in which he is repeating his same lies and allegations against his perceived enemies. It is just getting started. Um, so far, he's just giving his normal list of grievances. We don't consider that necessarily newsworthy, and there's a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. So uh, our deal with you is that we will monitor these remarks. If he does say anything newsworthy, we will turn them around and report on that right away. But uh, for now, just know that it's happening and we're not taking it. 
very, very solid orthodox communist philosophy. Censor the news. Uh, play what you, uh, you agree with. Don't play what you don't. They've been doing that for years. At least you're being honest about it. This is what they did with the hard drive and, and uh, got us to elect a 30-year career criminal as, as president. Right? I mean, this, this is, that's the most uh, unbelievable admission I've ever heard. Uh, I mean, we're not going to put him on because we, think, we, 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 say, we say he's lying. Well, I mean, <laughs> people, people have the right to make that decision for themselves, don't they? Don't they? Let's go to Tony in Clifton. Hi, Mayor Giuliani. Um, happy holidays and, and just have a great Easter. Um, and I did want to tell you, um, I am trying to be peaceful, you know, with the Easter peace. That's what pe- Easter brings us is peace. But I'm also being watchful. And um, I have been watching because the Bible tells us to be watchful and pay attention. So I've been watching Alvin bragging and looking into who he is and what he's done. And one of the interesting cases, and I'll just tell you briefly, you might know more about it than I do, is that in 2019, he um, was accused of attacking women in different ways in New York City, wound up in, of course, Alvin Bragg's court. Um, And at the end of last year, there was a judge uh, who decided that everything was going to be reversed, that he didn't have to serve any time. This is one of the uh, cases that Gloria Allred, did I say her name right, handled? Mm-hmm. And she said it's amazing that, yeah, the decision, that the decision of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg to allow Mr. Gooding Jr., who was, he actually played O.J. Simpson. He was, he was popular in his day. But the decision of Attorney General, District Attorney Alvin Bragg to allow Mr. Gooding to walk away with a deal which allows him to avoid trial and erases any criminal record of his sexual misbehavior and actually attacking and assaulting women is is just completely amazing. And, of course, there was a district judge there who was, as you were saying, I don't want to name names, who completely went along with the whole thing because Huba Gooding was supposed to be sentenced to some jail time. And when the case finally came, everything got erased, and he's a good boy. So this is Alvin Bragg, just one example. Well, this is, I mean, this is typical of Bragg. And when he says that his office, you know, vigorously prosecutes this uh, this crime, the fact is uh, the Albany uh, newspaper just did a uh, survey of his, how often he did it, and says he's a big liar. He's also, a, I also, also, I'm really interested in knowing what New York law allows you to charge someone with a crime, but you don't have to tell them which one. Also, when does Bragg intend to tell them what crime it is that Trump was pursuing? Uh, sometime before the trial? Do you realize how idiotic I, what I'm telling you is? I mean, it really is completely, completely and totally and totally idiotic. Let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, Lynn. Hi. Lynn? Yes. Um, you know, How I wanted you? to say uh, I'm fine. As a corporate, I'm a corporate type lawyer. Uh, th- this indictment is crazy because it, it, it really lists each 
recordation or notation on checks, on Cohen's invoice to Trump, or intercorporate, you know, Trump organization reimbursements from Trump's personal account. So each of those is a count, a criminal count in this nutty indictment. And it's totally legal services. An NDA is legal services. If he's complaining about anything, all he's complaining about is an article. Black black accounting detail, and it didn't, the the check didn't say Stormy on it. That's a crazy assertion. So, um, and it was after the, uh, it was was to interfere with the election, but it was to interfere with the election, but it was after the election was over. Yeah, Andrew Andrew McCarthy has an excellent article in the Post today, uh, Lynn, pointing pointing all, all of this out, including the point that I made that that there's no indictment. But uh, the reality is that all this was paid in 2017. The election was already over. So how can you have an intent to, uh, to do this when the election is already over? And since we don't know the crime that he was supposedly trying to further by doing this. We don't know what the, what he's ta- what 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 stupid Bragg is even talking about, uh, and you just can't be stupid when you're trying to take away people's liberty. Plus, this guy is responsible for lots of New Yorkers that have been harmed, beaten, raped. That didn't have to be if he would keep him in jail. How is it we keep him around? I mean, how how is it that Hochul doesn't have the guts to remove him? Obviously, people don't matter to her; only party politics. How come uh, uh, Adams, who's supposed to be our law and order mayor and former cop, doesn't advocate So a police officer got shot uh, yesterday, right, which was a terrible thing, a terrible thing. And Adams shows up and he b- blames it on gun control and, and uh, these people who use the guns. But that isn't why people are getting shot in New York because of gun control. We have the same gun control for the last 30 years. How come... How come uh, they weren't getting shot when I was the mayor? The same gun control. It's happening because the district attorneys that are in your political party, Adams, let these people go free. There are about 7,000 that are probably walking the streets that would be in jail if I were the mayor or Bloomberg was the mayor. Your lying about it isn't going to help. Do you know that? Do you know your mayor just lies to you about this with the gun control garbage? It's because of because of judges like the one in the Bronx. That's because of your pal Bragg. That's why we have so much a crime in New York and so many so many of our citizens getting beaten and robbed and thrown on the subway. You got to be truthful. Might be hard to be truthful, like my saying that the Trump lawyers really blew it by uh, not objecting to this indictment immediately. What are they waiting for? Indictment is null and void. You object immediately. I mean, I I can see the argument on the other side now that they waived it by pleading to it. Uh, They didn't, but uh, they'll argue it. And who knows if some phony judge won't, won't buy that argument. But they created the circumstances under which you could make that argument. That's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. Not. Let's go to Aldo. 
We need more Rudy's. The thing is, people have to Jimmy? realize. We'll go to that... Jimmy. Oh, Aldo. Okay, get good. Yeah, go I'm right here. I will do. I'll do this quick. Uh, the female a... judge. The fe- got it. Yep, I got you now. It's Jimmy. Go ahead, Aldo. Okay, good. Um, Rudy, um, the female judge and and Bray Queen are affirmative action appointees. The criminals in the street are warriors for the hard left. Whoever wants to win in 2024, listen to these words. End well, legal I, immigration. Somehow, Aldo is... Po- Still there, Rudy? Well, Aldo... Rudy, I think we I think we we lost Aldo. Uh, let's go to Jim. In Hello. 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 Hello, Jim. How are you? Hello, Mr. Mayor. About 36 Hello, years. Jim. How are you? OK. Do you hear me? OK. I can hear you fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, about uh, 36 years ago, I started oh, I think- calling to. Do you hear me now? Well, I think we're having... Go ahead. Just keep going. Oh, I, I don't... Okay. Soviet age. Uh, I think we, we lost it. Go ahead. A Soviet-trained agent, Gus Hall, leader of the American Communist Party 30 or so years ago, said the Democratic Socialists of America are anti-communist and anti-Soviet, and we have to meet with them and straighten them out. Then there was a split in the American Communist Party, a breakaway faction headed by prominent American Communist Party leaders broke away from the Communist Party, and they brought together other communist Marxists and socialist groups. They brought them together also with Jesse Jackson's Rainbow Coalition, the Freedom Road Socialist Organization, and they got together with the Democratic Socialists of America. Then they got into the Democrat Party. This was a successful communist operation. Now America's uh, biggest political party is basically an enemy operation to feed America. Got to remember, too, Joe Biden was first put in office by a group called Council for a Livable World, which was founded by a communist named Leo Szilard. And that's connected to the Institute, Communist uh, KGB Front Group Institute for Policy Studies, which was founded by Marcus Raskin the father of Congressman Raskin. Biden supported the Soviet Castro-backed takeover of Nicaragua. He voted three times against uh, aiding the freedom fighters. Senator Schumer sided with the communist operation to expose CIA agents. Big trouble. So Gorbachev took away the image of the enemy. Jim, I'm afraid we're going to have to go. We're going to have to cut you off. Jim, 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 Jim. We've got to cut Jim off, and we've got to go to break. It's just a hard break. I'm sorry, Jim. And we'll we'll make we'll continue the point when we come back. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Here's Rudy Giuliani back with the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. T2T.org. Eleven dollars a month from you will help to support an organization that supports our greatest heroes, real heroes, the people who put their lives at risk to protect us in the military, in law enforcement. Tunnels of Towers is there when they pay the final price. They're there with the family. And when they are catastrophically injured, they're there to build homes for them that gives them a maximum amount of independence. So send in your $11 a month 
and you can be part of something that will make you really proud of yourself. Well, today is Holy Thursday. We're a few days away from Easter. It's also the second day of Passover, I believe. So we're in a very holy season. And it is a time that I think it's appropriate, given what's happened to our country. And I'm sorry that the phone call from Jim was a little interrupted, but Jim is making a point that uh, is very, very uh, serious. And uh, right now, given the way Biden is leading this country, or whoever is making the decisions for Biden, uh, we're not on our way to being a socialist or totalitarian or or communist government. He's leading us there. We certainly are that in New York and Los Angeles. And uh, when we have district attorneys who can prosecute you and not even tell you what the crime is, and when they can just let criminals run rampant on the street and nobody does anything about it, the entire uh, one-party system in New York, including the Bar Association, which is part of it, uh, just sit back and, and, and allow it. Well, it's a perf- it's it's a perfectly valid judgment that uh, the communists have gotten us where they want us. And when you look at China internationally, beating the living daylights out of us, and our president helping them, who also got thirty one million dollars from them, how do we not make these? Uh, uh, how, how are we just sitting back and watching this happen to us? The answer to it is uh, we got to organize them. We can't. We can't have results like we had in Wisconsin. Now, there, the the judge, uh, Republican judge, lost, but Republicans won everything else. It was a supermajority. So I don't know if that wasn't an individual problem in in the in the race, but it was a serious situation. Chicago is completely uh, uh, completely insane and very discouraging. When you consider that it's 55 years of democratic rule, people are getting slaughtered there and they still vote that way, you wonder how far the brainwashing has gone. It's our job to reverse it. So on Passover, on Holy Thursday, let's pray to God to give us the strength. God bless America. Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.